this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Ho, 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 friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has turned his pants and underwear into coal and is currently jacking off his candy cane to a reindeer's anus. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up, y'all? And beaming to us from the South Pole, the bearded booger-eating Grinch known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. All right, so here we are. Back once again, the final show of 2021, the final show of Shuddy Boy's 30s. Shuddy so we're not confused. recording next week? Is it me or is has Shuddy Boy just plummeted? You're now third in, in line of MSPH intelligence. You, well, had, he had a, you had an argument for the top spot, but after the display today that took place over the MSPH text chain, and now this, I'm um, I'm really starting to wonder. Maybe some of those He-Man toys are painted with lead paint. I was gonna let you just further crucify Shuddy. I didn't really want to. Step oh, I'll in give there him one more. Didn't you also tweet that this was the final show of your 30s? That doesn't mean it's the final show of the year. That's since, a good point. Since my birthday is Saturday, and we would record then on Monday the 27th. Do you meet you guys both in the middle? I'm a little confused as to why this is the final show of this year. But I also, as you're saying and as we're talking about, I'm thinking maybe you go back east. And it, that's, that's why. It, I, did, I don't know that. I knew that he was coming back east. Uh, but But, I don't know that it was ever actually stated if you're questioning it just like I did that it was never explicitly stated that we would not be recording next week I had Jeff's back when Shuddy Boy was acting retarded earlier and now Jeff does not have my back when Shuddy Boy is currently acting retarded well I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand both arguments here and also Kevin we have to bring the listeners up to speed in your current predicament. And as far as I'm aware of, like, you're still in limbo on what you're doing for the, the, the rest of 2021, okay. as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, to get to catch people up to speed. Um, yeah, I'm, I am currently in the throes, positive. currently in the throes of COVID-19. You're, you were positive for COVID-19. Well, is it 19 or is it COVID Omicron? How does Omicron, it work? Omicron, not Omicron. Okay. I thought, it was, I thought it was Omarion, the, uh, the <laughs> 90s R&B singer. Oh, sure. So, so that's why I'm a little, I'm a little confused. Are, are you, don't you have to test positive for like X amount of days before you can even buy your plane ticket or, or what's no, up with the, that? So the, the guideline is, you have to quarantine for 10 days when you test positive. And that puts me at Christmas Eve. So that means Christmas Day, I'm in the clear. 
So Christmas Day, I am flying to Florida. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I we were off last week because my dad died, and I, I went back to Jersey for the services, for the wake and the funeral. Um, and then I ended up fucking getting COVID at the wake. Well, sure, that's how I, that was always going to play out. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, Shuddy was even there for it, and... That that was uh that was that was a sketchy thing. Like there was over gonna... three thousand people that showed up. Holy okay. shit! I am it's going like a rock concert. I am I going to right out of the gate say that Kevin sent me a text a couple days before saying that there were going to be a lot of people and that he was going to make sure that we all had N95 masks. And part of me was thankful that he was being responsible and thinking ahead like that. But there was also a part of me that thought Kevin was just being neurotic and overblowing it and overreacting a little bit. And then day of, I was like, oh my God, Kevin is 100% right. And then a couple days later, he was even more correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, the, the funeral home at one point, so it was like a four-hour window, I think, for the wake, four or five hours, and halfway through it, the funeral director was like, yeah, we've counted 3,000 people so far. So it was probably more than that. It was probably close to like 5,000. But it was it was crazy, like the amount of people that came to you know, pay the respects and while it was very nice and touching, it was also like, man, I wish a few of you motherfuckers would have worn a mask. Like, haven't I been through enough? I just lost my dad. Now, now you're going to give me fucking COVID. And here I Lo sit. And behold. <laughs> here I sit. I'm sitting in fucking home in isolation. Like, the, the, what's the, when's the last time you want to spend extended time alone by yourself? Uh, I don't know. Probably when losing a parent. But, yeah, that's how Around I... Around the holidays? Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm spending the fucking week before Christmas by myself. Fucking Rent Rat came and dropped me off groceries. But like, yeah, I'm 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 trapped in here. Yeah. Sucks ass. If it, if it weren't such poor timing and just I don't even know like how to joke or how to go about it, but they're definitely you were definitely in the minus odds of you getting COVID at your father's funeral. Like it was almost a guarantee that that's what was going to happen. But we couldn't say that, you know, because we didn't have enough time to record and because it's, you know, terrible conversation to have, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. So like before the, the day that my dad died, some people went over to my sister's house to console her. One of them ended up testing positive a day later. And then her husband tested positive. So she immediately, like, isolated, went and stayed at a different place, stayed at a hotel, um, you know, tested, got, like, two, two tests daily. And they all just kept coming back negative. And she was looking at, like, the, um, you know, the, the CDC guidelines or whatever for people that are vaccinated. Like, after you've been exposed, how long do you know, like, when are you in the clear after testing negative? And I forget what it was, but she hit that point. And it's, it's five days. Yeah. So 
So she was testing herself two times a day, home tests and PCR tests, which are like the ones that take a day or two to get the results, but they're the most accurate. And we were all at an Airbnb because my mom and my grandma flew up. So she was already a wreck. Like, man, out of all the time, I'm going to get I'm going to get this shit and I won't be able to go to my dad's funeral. I won't be able to go to my dad's wake. And she just kept testing negative. In the Airbnb, she wore a mask the entire time unless she was, you know, in her room. And, you know, testing negative every single day. So she finally passed that five-day threshold. And then that was the day that she got exposed. Just fucking crazy. So, like, when she tested positive, we were already... My mom, myself, and my grandma and I were driving to the Jersey Shore to meet up with my grandma's sister and my aunt to have like a uh, lunch with them and my and my cousin and it was an hour away from the Airbnb so when we got there we were there for like two minutes when Joy called like hysterically crying like I tested positive I tested positive you guys all have to get out of there now and come back to the house so we immediately just got back in the car drove an hour back to the Airbnb we all took tests we were all negative so I immediately changed my flight and flew home, like, immediately. So if it did get me, at least I would test positive here, and I'm trapped in my own apartment with all my own shit rather than being trapped at someone's place in Jersey and having to just stay in a single room. You know, like, if I, if I stayed with my aunt, as I originally intended, and tested positive... Then I got to just stay in one single room of the house, isolated, which would have been a claustrophobic nightmare. So at least I dodged that. But yeah, after getting home, I fucking tested positive. Son of a fucking bitch. Bit me right in the ass, that Omarion variant. Motherfucker. So yeah, I have just been cooped up in here, watching just... Tons and tons of movies and streaming stuff, just twiddling my thumbs, killing time. But uh, you know, I've been got. How are the, what's up? I was gonna say, how are the symptoms? Like, are you are you super sick? Are you not sick at all? What's no. what? How do you how do you how do you rank that or score that? The the worst it got was. Have you ever fallen asleep at night and left the window open on a cold night, and then you wake up in the morning and you're like a little stuffy? Yeah. That that's how I felt. It was at its worst. It was super mellow, um, and I was also gotten my booster a week before. But you know, you need two weeks for the booster to be at full steam. So it fucking got me at the wrong time. But I think you know, definitely being vaccinated and having my booster helped for sure. But um, well, yeah. yeah, it was trust the science. It was it was super mellow, like. At any given time, I might have the world's least noticeable headache, the tiniest sore throat, um, and a little bit of congestion. When we were playing Fortnite, the, the, the day after I tested positive, everybody was like, yeah, you definitely sound stuffy and sick. And then the day after that, everybody said you sounded better. And then the day after that, everybody's like, okay, yeah, you sound back to normal. So I feel fine. I've just been drinking a fuckload of water. Um, people have... So it was just like a huge, I mean, the, the, you guys know the, the whole ups and downs of my dad being sick and in the hospital. And then one day it seemed like he was going to make it. 
and then the next day was when everything went south, and they're like, yeah, we're taking them off life support. And, you know, you guys sent me some some grief ice cream, a couple pints of ice cream, and Rent Ramp <clears throat> made me um, some, some cookies, and, like, oh. I've just been getting bombarded with sweets. Like, I got... Uh, uh, during the Ellis show today on our Patreon, Tully sent me a cake cake monkey cake monkey care package of all these like chocolate covered cake peanut butter sandwiches and giant cookies and pastries. And our homie Ginger and Juice sent me a big box of chocolate covered pretzels and gummy bears, like. I'm just going to come out on the other side of this with a full D cup. Yeah, you're going to be in the COVID risk pool. Massive. I'm going to be fucking disgusting. Well, hey, good thing you already got your relationship situation ironed out. Yep. She'll put up with a plumper, Kevin, for for a couple months. Don't don't let your weight just get out of control, but yeah, these I are, think she'll deal with it. These are grief titties. You give me a couple months of push-ups, and I'll get rid of these. Yeah, dude. You'll bounce back early 2022. Yeah. I have faith. But Jesus Christ, 2022. Gotta be an improvement over this, right? My fucking what? God. I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there, there's definitely I still wouldn't so go much. That far. There's so much that could go wrong. I just yeah, say we all have a lot left to lose still. All right. I, I, th- I feel like, I feel like maybe I've earned a little bit of mercy. Maybe, maybe take the foot off the gas a tiny bit. Let me catch my breath. No, that's not how life works. At least give Jeff some. Make something yeah, bad I, happen to Jeff. Yeah. I can deal with some, uh, I could deal with some downfall. Yeah, I've give- been a little too confident, a little, Playing with too much house money lately. Yeah, give Jeff COVID. He's always fucking spracking off about it. Humble him. For sure. I Come mean, on, I'll never test positive for COVID because uh, I believe the testing and all that stuff is just, they're just mining our data for marketing purposes later on down the line. But I, I could get COVID for sure. I mean, I'm not changing how I operate. I'll tell you that. You know, there's that thin line between a lovable retard and a hateable retard. And sometimes, sometimes you do that Fred Astaire dance right over that line. Well, I'm sorry, Kevin. I trust the science. And as someone who's vaccinated and plans to get boosted, I don't know if I plan to get boosted. I could get boosted. <laughs> um, you know, I, I so if you I get COVID, you're it, just going to go around and spread it to people. I mean, again, I'm not going to know if I have COVID. And yeah, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Of course I would. I mean, the vaccine, they've been throwing the vaccine out of the fucking back of trucks for like six months now. I mean, if, you, if you're if you that tripping about it, you can get the vaccine and you can get the booster. They're, at this point, they're arguing about which vaccine is more effective. That's how, that's how good we got it over here. So I don't give a fuck about giving anyone COVID. No, dude. And if you're someone who isn't vaccinated then you don't have any right to bitch about it. And I, I trust that most of them won't bitch about it. Is that insensitive? Perhaps. I don't know. But there isn't a fucking... I think you know. There is, 
there isn't a financial or medical excuse for not being vaccinated. And I'm not saying I'm not someone who's like pro vaccine mandate. I'm just saying like the options there and that's the best you can do. So I don't feel bad if you, if I were to give it to you, I don't, sorry. I think we should all just drink from the COVID dish and see what's up. Well, there you go. There's there's our check in with resident edge lord Jeff Clark. Doesn't everybody doesn't everybody think he's cool? You just said that the symptoms weren't that bad. The worst was like a fucking you leaving the the window open overnight. Sounds like you're in a roundabout way saying that the science does work. I'm saying it yeah, I mean, if you look at the statistics, but it's not a fail-safe. There's not much in life that's 100% guarantee. Well, yeah. So, sure, you could... You, Jeff, as a vaccinated she-male, could, you know, get COVID and get your ass kicked by it. I could, yeah. I'm a guy who plays the odds. What can I say? I'm a gambler. I play the percentages. I have a much uh, likelier percentage of not dying from COVID than I do of losing with the Houston Rockets tonight. So that's that's a much bigger concern for me currently. I don't know. You look you look like you might you might have. uh, This is about to be a fat joke. Those COVID those COVID germs foaming at the mouth. (laughs) I'm like vaccinated, though. Do you not trust the science, Kevin? You trust the science, don't you? All I'm saying is, is when when COVID gets their Playboys delivered, they open up that centerfold, and bam, there's Jeff Clark. <laughs> I know it wants to hook onto me. I know COVID wants a piece of this ass. They're they're jacking their 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 little fucking protein strands off to you, laid out butt naked, tastefully tucking on a bearskin rug. Well, hopefully it all continues to go uh, good for me. I haven't had COVID yet, so mm-hmm. knock on wood. There's a chance you could get it on the basketball court. There is. Absolutely. Like, hypothetically speaking, like if some girl comes to the basketball court and kicks your ass. Let's stick with COVID. All right. I don't want to talk about this. What? You getting beat by a girl playing basketball? Yeah. I came out of my between two flushes retirement to open up my soul to the Puminati. And now you're using it to fucking jab at me. Yeah. What Kevin's talking about is accurate. I did lose to a woman in basketball recently, and it was fucking brutal. It wasn't that I lost. It was that she manhandled me. Like, this girl got in my ass. And I've played, I've played some good basketball players. I've, I've held my own against basketball players that I had no business holding my own on. This girl beat the fucking brakes off of me for a good hour and a half. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. And I was like addicted to losing to her like i could have left i could have left after the first or second game but i stuck around just to continuously get my ass whooped by this fucking girl and her older brother it was it was it was terrible it was a terrible terrible experience she pulled out so many fucking moves it was if i could separate myself from it it was very impressive let me ask you this impressive when you when you check the ball did she do the move where she like 
threw it forward and bounced it off your forehead and caught it and then started playing? No, I mean, it wasn't that, like, gross. Like, I'm not fucking – I'm good at basketball. It was just, like, she pulled a lot of good basketball moves, like, up and unders, like, finishing with the opposite hand. She used a hesitation dribble that still has me, like, at the court. My soul is still at the court watching her run by me. Like, like a ghost <laughs> situation. Like, it was – yeah, I don't know. Like she hit every jump shot. There were there were jump shots that she made where she wasn't even looking at the basket. Like she caught me flat footed because she was staring at her teammate and then she would shoot it and it would go in. It was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, All right. You're going to make a shot without even looking at the basket. All right. Well, fuck me, I guess. Did you ask her any follow up questions? Are you like, whoa, are you Shaquille O'Neal? No, I just said like. I was like, wow, you guys could play a little bit, huh? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just getting lucky, which was even worse. Like that <laughs> even felt worse about like because like she's bragging without bragging, essentially. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I can play. Yeah, I'm busting your ass. Yeah, whatever. I guess I'm getting lucky. Ha ha ha. But I asked them like because there was like a there was a rule that is played on the Long Beach LA Fitness basketball court that's unique to Long Beach LA Fitness that they had a question about. So I asked them, like, where do you guys usually play? And sure, her response was, we don't, we work too much, which was even fucking more aggravating. It's like, oh, okay, wow. I thought <laughs> I was playing, like, the backup shooting guard of UCLA or something. Instead, I'm playing a bitch who fucking works at Home Depot or something. He's just busting my ass in her off time. Do you think that maybe that was more just playing coy? And she was just hiding her identity as like a WNBA player. No, I mean, she definitely didn't. She definitely wasn't like a WNBA player. She wasn't. I, I would say. Would you would recognize say, a WNBA player if you saw one? Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. No, <laughs> but um, so we can't rule out the fact that she could have been. I mean, we can. Or a college basketball player at the very least. Yeah, she was wearing a Cal State Dominguez Hills bas- uh, t-shirt, t-shirt, which means she, she could have been playing for that college. But, dude, and when I was in, when I was in college, St. John's University, they're a Big East school, right? They're a Big East women's basketball team. I played against St. John's women's basketball players and didn't do nearly this bad. Like, this girl fucking cooked me. Like, it was – it was terrible. It was terrible. And then I had to like wait a game because after we lost, after my two on two game loss, someone else would immediately pick up. Right. And as I'm sitting there on the sideline, this old guy comes up to me and starts trying to start a conversation like, oh man, she could really shoot. And I was just fucking pissed. I was like, yeah, dude, whatever. And just like shot him a look, like get the fuck away from me. Like, <laughs> this is not the time I'm coming to grips with my basketball mortality. And this girl just fucking massacred me. My carcass is all over the goddamn court, dude. I don't have time for your, she can shoot, can she? Yeah, thanks, asshole. Yeah, she can shoot. She can do a whole bunch of other things besides shoot. She gave me a fucking, she gave me a hook shot in the fucking lane. Like it was, oh, it was unbelievable how many moves this woman had for me. You're reminding me of that episode of The Simpsons when um, Krusty the Clown 
gets shaken down by his bookie for betting against the Harlem Globetrotters. <clears throat> He's like, oh, they had a ladder on the court for Christ's sake. So I feel like Jeff is doing, oh, she fucking hookshocked me without looking and had a ladder. What the fuck? I don't know. The, the, the joke with the Harlem Globetrotters is that they're always supposed to win and betting against them is retarded. This. this I mean, we should just... catch people up up to, to speed because like for people that are, you know, listeners of the show familiar with us. I mean, Jeff looks like. You currently look like you just got an electrical shock or something. Like your hair's all over the place, your shirt's all stretched out. The the beating that he took at the hands of the girl that girl this weekend absolutely is evident. I'm wearing it on my face, aren't yeah. I? You look ten years older than you did last week. But like you don't look like a basketball player. No. And I, I you know, this is this is something you've said in the past, and I'm not trying to be mean. But I've I've actually seen you play basketball. I went to LA Fitness with you once and saw you play, and I was like, "Wow, okay." Now that I've witnessed this with my eyes, yeah, Jeff can ball. It's it's a hard thing to imagine. That's like if I was telling everybody, like, "Look, I know this might seem like a stretch, but I'm a fucking championship um, arm wrestler. I go to truck stops and I just house these motherfuckers and fleece them for all they're worth." Be like. Man, I'm I'm just just looking at you. I'm having a real fucking hard time believing this. Right. But you can ball, <clears throat> and I know you've gotten props before from from people that have shown up at pickup games and and looked at you and misjudged you and and sort of written you off. And then you smoke them, or you at least make them work harder than they thought they were going to have to work for it. And I know you've gotten respect on the court from that a couple of times. Um, but there were there were a lot of people commenting on our Patreon. Uh, on that post of your between two flushes telling this story saying like fuck i have to see you play basketball like maybe yeah, i don't know how we can make that happen you know like if we had like a puminati outdoor event and there was like a field day we could do that but i mean outside of that like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stream myself playing basketball because that would probably look actually terrible right one of my friends told me about this. Like, if you think you're good at bas- like anyone who thinks they're good at basketball should watch themselves being videotape playing, videotape playing basketball. And like, you'll see how ungood you are or how like not good you are. Right. It doesn't really so, translate. No, not usually. Unless you're like, you know, unless you're a professional or something like something close to that. But so like, me like streaming it probably wouldn't get there. But then again, like if I'm just streaming a shoot around, like you're going to see my jump shot be super wet. Like I'm like, I can shoot a a basketball. It's like one of the few things in my life that I can, I'd fucking like really like defend myself on. Like, you know, like I, I can shoot a basketball, but so yeah, to your point, like usually when I play, I surprise people and it's always like, wow, this fat white guy can actually play a little bit. Right. And like, it isn't just like being able to shoot. Like I can move well, I move without the basketball, but um, I, I, you know, so there are, there are things that I can, I can like do on the basketball court that, that do surprise people, but it's just like this girl got the better of me. So I don't know. It's a bummer, dude. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Cause I, Usually, like I said, like the foot, the shoes on the other foot, and then this one, it just isn't. And she just 
got my ass so bad. Yeah, you 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 fell fell victim to the same ploy that um you've put other people through. You saw her and were probably like, Oh, a girl, ha ha ha. Oh, I'm gonna fucking smoke you. Just yeah, like when people like, see you and they're like, Oh my god, this guy, oh I'm gonna fucking smoke him. And then the, the got, smoker has become the I smoke. Did you get was there money involved? No, no okay. way. All right. Because it feels like you got hustled. No, there was no money involved. If there were money involved, it would have been way worse. Because her older brother was probably a lot better than she was. That was what made the experience for me even worse. Because it was like he wanted her to practice her moves. And she was practicing on me. Like, I was the fucking dummy. Like, And that's the thing is that, like, to your, to your point, Kevin, no, like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I didn't want to originally guard her. Cause it was like, ah, I'm guarding a girl. Like if I try too hard, then I'm trying too hard against a girl. But if she busts my ass, then a girl is busting my ass. So this was after two the, on two. Yeah. After the first game, I was like, Oh no, no, no. I need to play my hardest or else this girl is going to fucking massacre me for the entire afternoon. And I, and I tried to play my hardest and she still whooped my ass epically. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's what made it worse is that like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like the other, like her brother just kept giving her the ball. And like the only time he would do anything is when I actually played good defense on her. I stopped her and she had no move to make and she would throw it to him and he would just make like a 20 footer. Like he was just like, okay, cool. Bang. And it was just in, it was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, who was your there's, teammate? It's just some fucking nobody. One there was this one was a fat guy, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna call him fat because he is fat and he played out of shape. Like, dude, he couldn't he couldn't get back on defense in half court basketball. So, like in full court basketball, you're not running to the other side of the court, which makes sense, right? You can understand what that looks like. Not playing, not getting back on defense in half court. You have to be really out of shape. This guy was like bent over, like, like essentially like trying to gasp for, for breath. Like he had no breath left. And this was after like the game was tied five, five and we're going to 11. So like we would lose and then they would immediately call someone else to play to get this other guy out. And then, and when that other guy would go out, like, yeah, it's not even fun playing with him. He can't even move. So like huh. I definitely was had a disadvantage. Like I was a better player on my team each time, but I was far worse than both of them. Oh god. Like we yeah, we would lose like 11 to 4, 11 to 5. I would have oh, all five points you. and the other guy would do nothing, but I would also give up like 10 or 11 of the points to that girl. So it was bad news. So you ended up getting beaten by in a perfect world, somewhere there is viral video of this girl just just manhandling, just fucking faking Jeff right out of his sneakers. Dude, <laughs> the, the hesitation dribble she pulled on me was so lovely. It really was. I just like, I was just stuck. I just didn't move, and she just ran by me. You should have just been like, "Hey, uh, could you teach me that?" Yeah, I got to the point where I I, I kind of wanted to like keep shooting around and keep playing with them so I could pick some things up and like I don't know maybe like 
get in their good graces because next time they came to the basketball basketball court, maybe we could play three on three and I could be on their team instead. <laughs> but, oh, dude. I don't think I'm doing a good enough job of explaining it. I think my emotion in the between two flushes kind of encapsulate encapsulates it. But I like I immediately started recording as soon as I went home because I needed to talk to someone about it. And like I was just so blown away by the just the number this woman did on me. <laughs> it was it was so bad. You should ask to be on their team and then you can like really hustle people. Because people, people yeah, will sure. write you guys off. They'll be like, oh, uh, a chick and a fat guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to smoke them. We'll put, we'll put $5,000 on this. Oh, oh 5000 I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, you'd have to really find a sucker to, to make that bet, right? Because someone who's paying, like, putting up $5,000 to play basketball – theoretically can really play basketball right they're they're fucking good like no one's putting up that kind of cash unless like they're super rich and they just have like fuck you money right have you ever been at the courts and put money on a game yeah for sure have you ever won gotten your ass whipped because people got pissed off no no i've never gotten beat up have have people ever like contested the win and not wanted to give you the money afterwards no no. Have you ever contested a win and tried not to pay? No, I've before? never. I, I honestly, I've played for money like three times in my life. And it's always happened. Like it's happened in college. It's happened in the dorm rooms. I'm in Paul's room with all of his black roommates. One other guy shows up who I've never met before. Doesn't know I could play basketball. We get into an argument. He challenges me for money. We go outside. I bust his ass. At the end of the game, like, you know what? You can keep your money. He gives me the money anyways because I knew he was going to. I said, you can keep your money just to be a dick, just, <laughs> just to twist it even further, you know, because I didn't talk any shit leading up to the game. I just like, yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So that was like my, you know, way of talking shit. Like, no, no, no it's all good, man. Keep the money. I knew I was going to win <laughs> saying something like that. How are you um, on horse? I mean... I'm awesome. I'm awesome at horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one where I'm not being guarded. It's just jump shots. Like so I can, you know. Did you talk any shit to um the the girl? No, no, no. I don't talk shit usually. Like you have to really get under my skin for me to be talking shit. And it's usually a situation where it's like someone goes like this or says they have, they have a mismatch and they're, they're talking about me. Like going like this means like, give me the ball. Let me go one-on-one with this guy because I can take him. Right. Or saying like, I got a mismatch. Right. So you wag your fingers. Yeah. One means like, give me the ball. Like I'm going to go one-on-one here because I have a mismatch or someone will straight up yell mismatch. I got a mismatch over here. One kid recently yelled mismatch i got sumo on me talking to me called me sumo so that was actually pretty good that was that was some good shit talking but i busted his ass this girl oh who's sumo now bitch (laughs) pretty much yeah so yeah that's kind of what i said at the end of it like yeah talking all that sumo shit i just this fat guy just hand you your fucking lunch but uh (laughs) this uh no i didn't talk any shit i mean i knew she was gonna 
I don't know. I didn't know she was going to bust my ass, but like after the first game, I knew that I was going to have to really like give it my all just to like break even with this girl. And I knew we were never going to win because her brother was going at like fucking 20% speed. And if he just turned it on like this motherfucker, I think he could have dunked. Like I, that's how like athletic and like good he was. Like, I think he could have dunked. He was just playing in like khakis and like a hoodie. Like he wasn't even trying. It was oh shit. Yeah, it was bad news. Hey, what what are you guys on TikTok? <laughs> God damn it, Kevin. I thought we were gonna talk about more of your shit. I mean, we got through it. I don't know how long yeah. we want to to dwell in that area. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is pretty depressing too, but I get you know what? You're right. Once again, Shuddy is the one that walks away unscathed. He came to my dad's wake and funeral. No COVID for him. Well, and he didn't even get boosted yet, did you, Shuddy? Not yet, no. Foul. <clears throat> Completely irresponsible, but hey. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's something in the booster, right? Oh, my God. Okay, so I almost forgot to, to say this. So after all this shit goes down, so my uncle Rob in Florida, his car broke down. So he reached out to my mom. And he was like, hey, my car broke down. Can I use yours while I'm gone? And she was like, yeah, of course. Sure. So he goes to her place, picks up her car, and he's out driving with it for a little bit. And all of a sudden, it just clinks and slows down and dies. And he has no idea what the fuck is going on. So he calls a tow truck, gets it towed, calls my mom and tells her, like, hey, so my car is dead, just took your car out, your car just died. And she's like, holy shit. So the tow truck driver, after they dropped my mom's car off at a mechanic, was nice enough to take my uncle to my grandma's house, who was also in Jersey for the funeral, and takes her car. So once he gets out onto the highway, rear, rear tire blows out while he's going like 70 miles an hour. Spins the car out. He's able to like keep it under control and pulls off to the side. Completely blown out tire. Exploded. So he gets that towed, gets a ride to his work van, to his work truck, goes in there and goes to get something out of the glove box, and the handle just comes off in his hand and separates, sealing the glove compartment shut. <laughs> Jesus. So the day that we're all leaving Jersey, I changed my flight to leave when my mom and grandma were flying back. So I get out of the shower. I come downstairs in the Airbnb and my mom gets a call and puts it on speakerphone. And it's the mechanic that her car got dropped off at. And the guy goes, I don't know how to tell you this, but your gas tank is full of water. And she was like, what? water he's like yeah so it completely just that's why the car shut down your gas tank is full of water so what we're gonna have to do is remove the gas tank drain it and clean it and drain and clean all the tubes and pipes that come out of it and he's like it's there's no parts because all we're doing is cleaning all your existing shit and putting it back but it's intensive labor so it's gonna cost you like twenty one hundred dollars and she was like, what the fuck? She's like, how does water get in a gas tank? He's like, 
Honestly, I don't know. It would have to either be deliberately put in or the last place you fueled up had a leak in their tank and underground water spilled into it and you just pumped your car full of full of water. Which is weird because she had... So my uncle did not fill the gas tank up. I mean, he just got the car and started driving it when it died. She clearly had the car for a few days before leaving Florida. So it was fueled up with that water fuel for a bit. So it's it's a complete mystery. We have no idea how her car filled up with water. And the guy was like, you can go to the last gas station you went to and ask them if anybody else is having that same problem. And she was like, okay, even if that is the case, what are the odds that this gas station is going to own up to it and be honest? It's like, oh, water in the gas station? I don't know. Huh? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually was kind of curious. Like, I mean, mechanics are known for being shysters. They are sometimes dishonest to try and get more money out of people. They, like doctors? They tend to... Oh, boy. Oh, Ed, Edgelord's back. They, Sorry. That, like... They, especially if they see if uh, a woman's car, they tend to take advantage of women more than men because they because they're like, oh well, they probably don't know shit about cars. I can just tell them they need blinker fluid or whatever. I would like to know because that's one of the things I've, I've noticed. Anytime people talk about cars or anything on a podcast or a radio show, people just light up. So anybody that's listening that's a mechanic or knows shit about cars, have you ever heard of anything like this in your life? Could it be from anything else? Like, I, I'm, all, I'm almost wondering if my uncle has an enemy and some one of his enemies saw him driving my mom's car, so filled it up with water. There doesn't seem to be any rational explanation for any of this. Yikes. Yeah, very strange. I don't have a rational explanation. I mean... Did they really say it was like full of water? Yes. Because I've heard of getting a little bit of water in the gas tank, which does cause issues, uh, but never full of water. Yeah, that's what the guys, I heard him on speakerphone say, your gas tank is full of water. It's just, and and that was just, you know, after my dad's funeral, after my sister testing positive for COVID and all of us like flying home early, like that happening on top of it sent my grandma into a tailspin. She's not much of a swearer, but woo, <laughs> she went off. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? This fucking shit, fuck, fucking shit, shit, fuck shit. What? I have to say, Nana, uh, it's been a few years since I've had the pleasure of of being in Nana's presence. And she is just she's embracing her golden years. And oh, is she ever? And I, I really think that she likes to she knows exactly what she's doing, exactly what she's saying, but she's leaning into the fact that she can just shrug it off as being old and we just all have to accept it. Like 
uh, I spent a lot of time with with mom and Nana that week last weekend, and she would say something that she would just shrug her shoulders and move on to the next thing. I'm like, hell yeah, Nana, and she partied too. She also partied. She she partied. She likes her beverages. She's big into French martinis and Cosmos. What the hell is a French martini? I don't know. She she got in this phase where so she was ordered by her doctor. Like <clears throat> she does not like um like like I feel like a good day for me is a day where I don't do shit. I kick my feet up on the couch, I put the recliner thingy out for my feet, and I watch like two movies, smoke some weed, play some video games, watch some anime, read a couple of comics, and go to bed. That is just like an ideal day. I don't break a sweat. I don't pick up anything heavy. It's just nice, relaxing, and mellow, and I just enjoy the things that I like. She does not have that off switch. She doesn't like kicking back and having an easy day. She like she has to be on her feet moving around. What's the next thing we're doing? What's this? Like wiping down counters, cleaning something. Like she does not have an off switch. And when my grandpa got put in a home, the doctor was saying to her, he's like, you know what? I am ordering you relaxation. He's like, I'm I'm set he took her smartphone and was like, I'm putting in a, a, a daily alarm. When this alarm goes off, what do you like to drink? She was like, Cosmos. He's like, Okay. When this alarm goes off, you immediately stop what you're doing. You go make a Cosmo and you sit in a chair and you chill out. Cosmo clock. Yeah. So she started going to a bar near her because, you know, she was lonely by herself in this house. And she's like, you know what? I'll just go to a bar. I'll have a couple drinks and, you know, talk to the bartender or talk to whoever else is there. Make some friends. And she went to this bar and she's like, yeah, I w- could I have a Cosmo? And she was like, okay, well... I don't have the stuff to make a Cosmo right now, but I can make you a French martini, which is close. And if you like Cosmos, I think you'll like this. And she took one sip and it blew her mind, and that became her number one drink. I just I just had to Google what it was, and finding out the ingredients uh, answered one of my big questions from the visitation, and that was who was drinking Chambord. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Nana. <laughs> like, like, it's very weird to see just a bottle of Chambord sitting around. Like, that's not something that a lot of people drink these days, I feel. No, not unless you're an so 83 to answer year old your question, woman. Jeff, a French martini is vodka, Chambord and pineapple juice. OK, my follow up question is, what is Chambord? It's raspberry liqueur. Oh, it's in a very okay. fancy looking bottle. I'm almost, familiar with this actually. Now that I now that I look it up, yeah, it looks like a gilded uh, 1970s cartoon bomb, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I see it. Yeah, it was always like the bottle that I was confused about. You know, when I saw when I would go to like with my father in Applebee's, like when he's well, I don't know. When he would open up and I would just be chilling at the bar while the bartender like, you know, did the opening, uh, whatever opening shift for the bar and set everything up. I always wondered what the fuck was in that, but never got to the bottom of it. Could have taken a sip. 
Oh, one for me. You, you mix that with Frangelico and you have a peanut butter and jelly shot. Whoa. Yeah, but there's like no alcohol in that, right? I don't know what, I mean. The Chambord's only got 16.5, so it's like 33 proof or whatever. That's nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's not, Uh-oh. I mean, you do a peanut butter and jelly shot, uh, you're not exactly. You're not raging. Probably a seasoned drinker, so. Yeah, you're looking to get something tasty. You're not looking to get smashed. Fair enough. That's these are like that's like a rapid fire shot where you like do six of them in a row really quickly. What's the other one? Other shot with Frangelico that tastes like something? <laughs> oh wait, no, it's just straight up Frangelico. And if you have a lemon wedge coated in sugar. Like if you drizzle sugar over a lemon wedge, you do a shot of Frangelico and then you suck on the sugary lemon wedge, it transforms all the flavors into chocolate. And so just, it was like a chocolate cake shot? Yeah. Yes, that's I think exactly I've had that what before. it is. Yeah, I think I've had that before. It's crazy because you get the flavor of the Frangelico in your mouth and then right when you bite onto that sugary lemon, it just this alchemy takes place in your mouth and all of a sudden you're tasting chocolate and you're like, what the fuck? Where'd the lemon go? Alchemy. That's a mad scientist party hour word right there. That's something <laughs> I don't even know. Is alchemy a mammal? <laughs> for, for real. But might as well be. Um, well, this kind of transitions into re- stuff to review. So like I mentioned, being trapped inside and also, you know, being mostly in an Airbnb for the prior week, uh, I've had a lot of time on my hands. And I started watching Arcane on Netflix, the Netflix series based on the League of Legends video game that I've never played. And there's some alchemy taking place in that. Um, Shuddy and I were actually discussing this in Jersey. You had made it further than I had um, at that point, but this morning I woke up early to sneak in the final episode of, of this season to just have all of season one finished. How far have you made it, Shuddy? I have not gone any further because I'm watching it with the boys. So oh, okay. when I see them next, we'll finish it. Man, I'll tell but you I'm what. into it's it. Again? It's called Arcane. Yeah. Arcane, right. Okay, yeah. I don't think this is a Jeff Clark show, but it's, it's fucking dope. I really I mean, it's like killing it. it according I just googled it. So I see it's got a 9.2 on IMDb and 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's it's dope. And I I was I initially wrote it off cuz I I think I saw just a quick teaser play or a quick trailer play and wasn't necessarily necessarily blown away by the animation style of it and also having never played League of Legends, I was like, okay, well, this is a project that's clearly not for me. But I had had so many people tell me, like, oh, no, I've never played League of Legends either, and Arcane is fucking sick. You gotta watch it. I had the same feeling uh, as you. I had zero interest in it. And Bradley badgered me into watching it. Like, straight up for at least 
so four hours before he before bed and then about five hours after waking up he badgered me about this he's like what are we gonna do now maybe we should watch arcane it was incessant had he seen any of it what had he seen any of it and knew he had watched it it? all in full oh so he just wanted you to watch it because he knew you would like it or he just wanted to watch it again both okay and I was very resistant. Like I told him to start it. I was like, fine, we'll start it. And during most of the entire first episode, I was not in the room. I was packing to come to New Jersey the next day. So like first episode, I was like, I'm not digging this. I have no idea what's going on. And he's like, that's because you weren't watching it. And then I sat down and we powered through four episodes rapid fire and was really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's cool. The the animation style, while I wasn't in it at first, once you get used to it, it's really fucking dope. I really like the way it's done. Um the like the colors in it are also really cool looking. There's there's cool, interesting characters, the whole like city and the underground, it's all designed in a really cool way. It almost reminds me it's got like a Final Fantasy vibe to it, almost. Like if you mixed Final Fantasy elements with some Game of Thrones elements and then made it sort of video gamey. That's that's kind of what you get. Um, the action in like all the action scenes, like the fight scenes, look fucking sick. The choreography in them is awesome. I know it's not technically choreography, I guess, since it's not humans acting out things, but like the the hand to hand combat scenes are so fucking sick. Uh, the the only real drawback to it is. The fucking theme song. Holy shit. Does that yeah, suck it's... ass? It's those pussies imagine dragons. Like they're terrible. How have they gotten a hall pass for so long while Nickelback is getting shredded? Like, okay, yeah, Nickelback sucks and all, but have you heard Imagine Dragons? Holy shit. Imagine Dragons is fucking man bun core. It is the <laughs> The corniest shit I've ever heard in my life. They're a glorified Chili's commercial band. Their career should have peaked at doing music for Chili commercials, and even that, they'd be out kicking their coverage. The fact that they're like a stadium band is just an injustice to good taste, and every human being should be mortally offended. I don't know how we got there. I got a little lost in the sauce. Uh, I will say, though, Something that me and Cheech were talking about. Do you think Dave Grohl is like the last uh, rock star? I mean, I don't know what your feelings are at Dave Grohl, but like he like, is there rock stars anymore? Like, I don't I don't think there are. No, because they all go the Imagine Dragons route where they're just like pretending to be rock bands, but they're just like talk rapping over dubstep. I'm like, hey, right. we're rock and roll guys. Shut up, Scatman Crothers. Fucking they're Imagine like sh- Dragons. You they're like a shittier version of like Kings of Leon. They're, I would say Imagine Dragons belongs in the same trash bin as Nickelback, Smash Mouth, and Five Finger Death Punch. They're all fucking ass clowns. And Shuddy Boy smirking because he likes Smash Mouth. Well, because, uh, you know, I did meet him. 
before yeah. he went off the rails. I can't get enough of you, baby. The first out al- their first album is actually pretty darn good. It goes off the rail on that album. When they started uh, doing with- Shrek soundtracks. Yeah. That uh that's where uh it went off the rails. But the first one is I Will Stand By is a fairly solid album. It's it's dated, so if you didn't listen to it when it came out, it probably hasn't aged well. But I have listened to it a few times recently and still enjoy it. See, I don't want to call myself like a nickelback fan. Like I'm not gonna go that far. But like they're they're pop. Their their singles or their their chart topping hits. Like I thought they were pretty like they're pretty good. They were catchy. Like I couldn't tell you even an Imagine Dragon song. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't really have anything on Imagine Dragons. I if just, you've I been just if you've been grocery shopping them. at Ralph's, you've heard Imagine Dragons because they are a grocery <laughs> store band. Okay. So I'm saying I don't, think, I don't think you could say I don't even think Nickelback is that bad. And again, Smash Mouth, uh, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of out of my depth there. I was going to say Smash Mouth had their time in the in the sun and in the spotlight and killed it for a couple of years. When but they were I, walking I'd assume, on the sun. I just I'd assume that Imagine Dragons is in the middle of their moment. Hence, we're talking about them. I don't know. It seems at like this point they've been around long enough to where it's concerning. It's like, wow, people really haven't caught on yet. How much of turds these guys are. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know what, if we're ranking them, I would say imagine dragons is the worst. Yeah. Like I think like, I'll listen to smash mouth. I'll listen to Nickelback before I listen to smash mouth before I listen to imagine dragons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can't say it any better. I think, I think, like when you put Nickelback in that conversation with those bands, I immediately want to defend Nickelback. I don't know why. Like my first instinct, like, well, wait a second, Nickelback isn't that terrible. But then I'm getting myself into a position where I'm defending Nickelback, and it's like, well, you know wait what? a second, that's I, not where I want to be either. I'm kind of with you, Jeff, because I feel almost like Nickelback has completed their Ragnarok. You know, like. They had a meteoric rise to fame, uh, were inescapable everywhere you went. Like the radio played them around the clock. MTV played them around the clock. Uh, They did songs in every fucking movie that came out. There was no getting away from Nickelback. Then everybody fucking turns on them, and they're the biggest, they're they're just a punchline. And then everybody kind of finds something else to hate, and they're like, it's, it's almost like, like a retro thing, kind of like what happened with Britney Spears. Like Britney Spears skyrocketed to fame, inescapable. Everybody shit on her. She flipped out, shaved her head, fell off, and now everybody's like, free Britney, yes, queen, Britney forever. Yeah. I'm starting to see people turn on her again, though. No way. Like, yeah, and so... Now that she's free, I, now they're like, wait, 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 I changed my mind, lock her back up. Pretty much, like there's been people that have commented with 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 such things on her Instagram because her Instagram is fucked. We we brought it up, yeah. Recently, it it just looks confusing. It looks like she doesn't know how to do it, which doesn't even make sense. But like <laughs> once you start to like, 
if you haven't looked at the Britney Spears Instagram account or Instagram profile yet, do it and you'll understand what I mean. Like she doesn't look like she knows how to use Instagram. She looks like there's a, there's an assault rifle off camera aimed at her forcing to do the things she's doing in her posts. And then her like dance videos are just her spinning around in circles. She looks like a little kid, like a stupid little kid. And it's really (laughs) weird. And I thought like, I was like, I thought I was ahead of the curve on this. And so I expected to go into like her Instagram comments and everyone be like, yes, queen. Like, yeah, it's so great seeing you free and yeah, you you spin girl. Yeah. But, but that's, and that's, that's like a couple of the top comments, but if you scroll long enough, it gets to the point where it gets, starts getting dark. Right. And it's starting like, well, wait a second, lady, (laughs) like, you know, like this is creepy. This is weird. This is freaking me out. But I think that is a strong analogy. Like Nickelback, you know, it, it's soared to it's beyond it's uh, beyond like its own heights. Like it got it got way bigger than it ever should have that band. And then they probably got dragged even harder than they should have because of their success, which was undue. And now we all kind of just realize, well, well, whatever, whatever. You know, it's like I think most people are just neutral on the whole Nickelback thing. Yeah, that's where I am. Whereas, like if somebody told me like. I'm like, hey, what are you doing tonight? You want to come over and play Mario Kart? Uh, I can't. I'm going to see Nickelback tonight. I'd be like, oh, right on. Have fun. (laughs) I don't know if I'm that far removed from making fun of them. If somebody somebody was like, oh, I can't. I'm going to see Imagine Dragons. I'd be like, all right. I am deleting your number from my phone, and I'm getting a restraining order against you. Because you know what it is? The Nickelback thing, if you're going to see a show, a Nickelback show in L.A., it's like probably at a smaller theater and it's not that involved. Whereas like if someone tells you they're going to see Imagine Dragons, they're probably going to the Hollywood Bowl. They probably spent like $200, $300 per ticket. Like they're making it like their thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Nickelback does still sell out arenas. This like Britney Canada. Spears dance is insane. Yeah, you look you look a little perturbed there, Shuddy. <laughs> I just I couldn't. Sorry, I could not get over it. And the comments were right. There was a mix of uh, up top. It's positive. Yeah, it's like yeah. And then you start going you down, and it starts getting harsher and harsher. <laughs> it's good. It gets good, actually. I feel like Shuddy Boy is resisting the urge to fire up his Skank Hunt 42 profile and, and start piling on her. No. Well, I mean, I, her I wouldn't f- do that from the shadows, but I mean, <laughs> I'll do that from the MSG. She was account. dancing like a crazy person. Yeah. And yeah, it's weird. It's weird for someone who's went through that much choreography. I'm pretty sure, like, <laughs> did I say that right? Yeah. Whatever. It's just a good point. Like, Aren't, isn't this your job to be a dancer? Why are you spinning, <laughs> sloppily spinning in circles right, like, like a child that ate too many pixie sticks? You literally forgot everything you ever learned or knew. <laughs> like, it's weird. And, and she's dating a, her, a, a like dancer. her fiance is a dancer. Yeah. So it's like, are, is he just watching you fail epically and post it to the internet? <laughs> that would be stepping in at all. literally a video of... Any suburban mom that is our age, like Britney Spears is, like, 
It's just a suburban mom in her house thinking she can dance and looking completely insane. Right. And it's not, you know, someone who's been dancing for all of their adult life and getting paid lots and lots of money to do it and is known for her dancing, apparently. Yeah, like she's doing like a full spin cycle to Lenny Kravitz, are you going to go my way? And it's just like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? I like to imagine that if there was a behind the scenes footage of this, that her boyfriend is off camera on a ladder holding up a cat toy, spinning it in circles. And she's just like (laughs) looking up at it, spinning and pawing at it. (laughs) I want to see her just like puke. You know what I mean? Like just stop spinning and just like, (laughs) I mean, if you scroll through her feed, it's like 90% um, um, captures of, of her mid spin. Yeah, dude. She really likes to spin in circles. Yeah. Maybe she's it gives her a free buzz. She's, she, she's like, she doesn't party or do drugs anymore, but if she spins around in circles fast enough, she'll get a free one. So did, do you know if she was big into partying or doing drugs? My, my impression of all that was she actually just freaked the fuck out. Like she just, she just wigged. Could have been. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly didn't follow it that closely, but right, like, I don't think it was ever like publicized, but it was kind of understood that Paris Hilton was getting after it with the drugs. Right. You know, whereas like Britney Spears, just like, I think she just kind of freaked out in the public spotlight. Yeah. I don't know why I compared the two, but that's, that's the analogy I decided to use. So arcane, how many dicks? Are you I'll suck. <laughs> Jury. I'll suck, suck your arcane dicks. Four arcane dicks. It's solid. If you like wow. ner- if you like nerdy stuff, it's it's really fucking good. It's it's nine episodes. They average around like forty minutes per episode, um, and it's it's quality. I really I really enjoyed my time. And I, I read something that it took them I think six years to make this season. Six years to make these nine episodes, but um. I know it did get renewed for a second season. And again, what I've been reading is, is it probably a lot of those years were spent making the model and stuff and building the worlds. And like, like once you have all that stuff built, you can sort of just do a little bit of copy and paste action to make more episodes and stuff. So you're not necessarily starting from scratch every time, but I don't know. It, it ends on a cliffhanger and I'm in. The the next the next time they drop a second season, I'm fucking day one watching. That shit was dope. Um, I do have one more thing to throw out there, and it couldn't have come at a better time because I am a diehard fan of MacGruber. I think the MacGruber movie is criminally underrated. It's fail safe, makes me piss my pants from start to finish every time I put it on. It's like a, a comfort blanket. It's one of those movies I know I can always throw on if I'm in a bad mood and I'll laugh. And they made a series out of it on Peacock. And holy fuck, it is awesome. Is it Will Forte still? Yes. Will Forte, Kristen Wiig, Ryan <laughs> Phillippe, and Powers Booth died. So the military figure is now played by Lawrence Fishburne. And so this is what Lawrence Larry did instead of doing Matrix, I guess. But like, 
Wait, did he turn so, on the Matrix? I don't uh, really know what happened. I was just making a joke, Jeff. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Well, I didn't know if that was uh, baked in any truth. No, I don't think they asked him to do it. Right. So the uh, in the in the MacGruber movie, the bad guy is played by Val Kilmer, and his character name is Dieter von Kunth. And the bad guy in the MacGruber series is played by Billy Zane, and his name his character name is. Enos Queeth. Seriously? Yeah. Q W E E T H. Oh, it was a Queenos Keith. No. Queef. Enos E N O S is his first okay. name and Queeth is his last name. So it's it's constantly Will F- Forte being like fucking Queeth. <laughs> Ooh, I'll get you Queeth. It's 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 so fucking good. It's so good. Like I, I couldn't be happier that it exists. It's to me, it's the same quality of humor as the movie, and it's eight episodes. They're about a half hour each, so you basically just got two more MacGruber movies out of this. It's it's fucking awesome. If you have Peacock, this is you are easily. Did you getting get through it already? No, I'm I'm three episodes in. I just started it. Cause I didn't, I didn't even know it was on. I saw nothing. There's no press. There's no promo about it. I just fired up Peacock and it was in one of the banners. And I was like, "No way is fucking is MacGruber on?" And lo and behold, whole first season, right there. Waiting. I saw an ad for it when I turned on the TV. Because uh, I having a Roku TV, it had an ad for Peacock for MacGruber, but I just thought it was the movie. I and thought it was odd that they were <laughs> promoting that the MacGruber movie was on Peacock. So this all this all makes sense now. It's just it's it's the perfect MacGruber humor. Like they didn't miss a fucking beat between the movie and the series. Like the the opening scene, like the the opening credits are done kind of like a James Bond movie, and it just shows his fucking ass. Like it just pans and it's his ass with like peach fuzz and then like fire shoots out. I don't know. It, it, like at a time where I'm so bummed out, I was cry laughing. It was so funny. It was, it was, it was, it, it dropped at the perfect time in my life. MacGruber. Nice. Dude. MacGruber. Fucking there when I needed him, man. <laughs> he, he always is. Yep. That's, that's kind of what his uh, abilities are. Wait, how many MacGruber dicks are you suck? I mean, I'm only three episodes in, but I'm at a four and a half right now. It's it's fucking stellar. I mean, I don't know where you guys fall on MacGruber, but I absolutely love that movie. I don't. It is one that I have not I not seen more than once or twice. I don't even think I watched it, but I really like the MacGruber SNL skit. Oh, which it is makes not watching it weird, and it is fucking filthy. It's like utterly filthy. He's constantly like telling people to go fuck themselves and talking about jizz. It's 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 perfectly in tune with MSPH humor. It's like Team America meets MacGruber. Yeah, I mean he's fighting a bad guy named Queeth. <laughs> <laughs> and the last guy was Kunth. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty much MSPH humor right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anybody who has a Peacock subscription and wasn't aware of this, god damn it, you're welcome. Yeah. Just it's critical. You gotta go watch uh 
McGruber. Must watch. Much, much, much watch. What about you guys? You guys see anything? I watched something before we started recording. That's what took us uh, took me so long to connect with you guys. But I watched Swan Song on uh, Apple TV, Apple Plus. Yeah, I had to look that up after you mentioned it. I'm like, what is that movie? It's the Mahershala Ali movie. It's also got Glenn Close and a few other people that I, I don't even know, actually. I like Mahershala um, Ali. Yeah. So it's about... It's about um, it's set in the future, and it's about like a family man who gets a terminal illness, and there's like a new procedure, new like um, a new process where you can have yourself cloned, and you have like all of your memories, abilities, and like attributes uploaded to this clone, and that clone can replace you, and. So for it to effectively be done, you have to go like, I don't know. The, the idea is that they have to, you know, the, Mahershala Ali has to get his clone without his wife finding out so they can insert the clone into their, you know, family life without him and her ever knowing that he has terminal a terminal illness. So it was a pretty emotionally intense movie. It was a heavy watch. I don't know like how often I'm going to watch it or if I'll ever see it again. But I fucking loved it. Like it was really, really, really well done. Yeah, it was, it was impressive. Honestly, like you know how big of a like stickler I am for run times. Like it was, like the runtime is an hour and forty one minutes. But like, like I don't know, like ten of them was credits. So it was essentially an hour and forty minutes. And just like the way they told the story, it was so so tight. It was so well done. Like you know, um, him meeting his future wife, them, you know, uh, Oh, Naomi Harris. I like her. Yeah. I don't even know what she's been in or what she's done. 28 days later. And the the recent bond films. No shit. She was in 28 days later. I thought that's where she was from. Okay. Okay, cool. Aquafina. Um, Aqua. Yeah. Aquafina was in it. I mean, she was good. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I yeah, don't have anything like good or bad to say about her. She was. She was good in the movie. Um, so we should point out because I just wanted to look this up on Letterbox D. There are two movies called Swan Song that came out in 2021. Yikes! One of them is starring Udo Kier and Jennifer Coolidge, aka Stifler's mom. <laughs> but. Just to, just to remind everybody, we are talking about the 2021 Swan Song featuring Mahershala Ali, Naomi Harris, and Aquafina, and Glenn Close. Good old Glenn Glenn. Yeah, it wasn't like too on the nose with like, you know, pulling you into their relationship. And like, you know, the guy is contemplating essentially not saying goodbye to his wife, who, you know, he's never going to see again, this kid, and instead just using this new technology to keep the whole fucking thing running. And it's like, it's a movie about like sacrifice and like, you know, coming to grips with your own mortality. And like, it adds another layer element to the story by like, you know, giving this person the out where it's like your wife will actually never experience the loss of you. Your family will never experience the loss of you. Like you're just, you're going to have to experience it. And it's like, it's, it's a trip. Like, cause he has to like interview with the clone and like, he has to talk about like th- certain, like, like 
they're in the same room and they use a machine to like pull out his memories, his thoughts, feelings, his whole like fucking data, his whole you know hard drive and upload it onto this clone. And they talk about it afterwards and like they have like a mini relationship and it's it's freaky, right? But it was it was a powerful story. I thought it was really well done. Like the way they layered in their connection, the the, the Maharsha Ali and Naomi Harris was really well done. And I don't know, I was I was very impressed by it. I'll give it I'll suck four and a half swan song dicks. Wow. Did your eyes yeah. poop out any tears? A little bit, yeah. I got a little lip quivery, right? Lip quivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was, yeah. It was powerful. It was good. It was. I was impressed by it, to be honest. Nice. Because I was like, I was drawn right in. Like it wasn't. That's the thing is that like, I I I, I continuously talk about runtimes and movies because I can get uninterested in movies fast. Um. But this was just, it was just so tightly produced and, and uh, done that I really enjoyed it. Nice. How about you, yeah. Shadi? You watch anything? Thought it was Not that I can think of. I'm really drawing a blank. I don't think I've watched anything fun. Well? Oh, you know what? You know what? I lied. I lied. I lied. I wa- we watched... Uh, the Tiger King Doc Antle <laughs> docu series oh, there on were, Netflix. Netflix put out surprise bonus issues or bonus issues, bonus episodes of Tiger King, right? Yeah. Oh, like, in addition, in addition to the second season, they put out like two season two point five or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, just about Doc Antle in its entirety. Is he the guy that fucks hippos? No, he's got the he got the harem, right? He has the harem. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe he fucks hippos too. I guess. Yeah, I guess and I his story is uh, not surprisingly also fucking insane. Are you enjoying it, Shuddy? I mean, it was three episodes. It was quick. We banged it out in two two sittings. It was intriguing it was captivating it was nothing but a soap opera i had fun but it's i mean you are sensational you're admittedly not tiger kinged out right i am uh currently and i am confident saying this the resident msph tiger king expert yeah I, I'd give you that title as well. Where is Carol Baskin's husband? She definitely uh, fed him to the Tigers. Oh, Don shit. Johnson, right? R.I.P. Sure, yep. Or Don King? No. Don Lewis. Don Lewis, right. <laughs> Man, that would have been awesome if it was Don King. <laughs> Don King is going to have an epic biopic done on him eventually. No, it's, I mean, it's fun to watch. It's absolute garbage TV. It is not, I mean, it's not like other Netflix true crime docuseries where it's anything really, you know, worthwhile. It's just sensational garbage TV. Hmm. And Doc Antle is, if half of, if even half of the stuff that, 
they talk about in these three episodes is true. He is a complete garbage human uh, and doesn't deserve the extra attention. Yeah, I feel like that's true of a lot of people. Mostly Tiger King subjects. Yes. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I, they should keep really watch, I should really watch the follow-up episodes because I love Tiger King, the first one. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't like the second one. And the third, I guess, with Doc Antle. But especially, I always thought the most fascinating part of that was the Carol Baskin shit with her, with Don Lewis. Like it was such like a, I guess it wasn't a throwaway story. It was, it was like featured throughout an entire episode. But Doc Antle has a similar story in his back catalog. He might have murked really? somebody. He just a girl goes missing. Not a girl, like his best friend. <laughs> Yikes, Fuck, dude! Yikes! I guess when you have just a fucking army of tigers and large animals at your disposable, you probably feel pretty invincible. Like, man, anybody who pisses me off, I'll just fucking make you disappear. I'll turn you into tiger poop. Uh. I mean, is it spoiling it if it's based on something that's happened and can be Googled? I don't think it's spoiling something if we give it a spoiler alert and it could be Googled. So I think effectively you can spoil it now. Okay. Do either of you mind if I say something, if I add more information so you guys understand what kind of murder? I don't care. The only Absolutely way not. I will watch another episode of Tiger King is if Jessica Alba is in there doing full frontal nudity. So, apparent. So the the story is that uh, Doc Antle was with this guy who moved from Arizona with him and was managing the zoo, his first zoo in Virginia, uh, and was planning on leaving and going back to his normal life and then mysteriously uh, fell off a cliff while out hiking with Doc Antle. Oh, so it was a, it might've been a whole, if I can't have, you no one can situation and kicked his ass off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, from what I hear from dating somebody who is a murder junkie podcast enthusiast, Wait, uh, Ran Ran is? Yeah. I never knew this. Oh, yeah. She loves true crime, murder podcasts, all that shit. And she doesn't get you into them? Or you, you guys just go your separate ways on this? We that's Yeah, we have our own little universes there. Well, I have my comics and video games. She has her murder podcasts. Well, if this, if this relationship's going to take the next step, you guys are going to have to start blending these things. Maybe she watches a couple episodes of Arcane. And MacGruber, and maybe you sprinkle in some Tiger King. We meet in the middle. When we're driving in her car, she puts on like Doja Cat. Imagine Dragons? Doja Cat or Ariana Grande or uh, uh, who's Dua Lipa. Okay. I've had a couple of homies my age try to make a case for Doja Cat and Dua Lipa, and I can kind of see it. Oh, yeah. Do you... As, do you do you enjoy the music? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I All think, right, fair enough. I think both Dua Lipa and Doja Cat kick ass. 
Okay, like, fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm getting similar uh similar reviews from from other homies and I and I'm thinking that maybe I I could come around on them as well. Yeah, they're they're legit. If they're on in the car, I I am not an unhamp, unhappy camper. Okay. Yeah. It's a big thing for you to for you to admit, too. I don't give a shit, man. I'm 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 too old to be cool. So all I can do is just be brutally honest. Like, yeah, I fuck with the weekend. You got beef? Suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. What? What am I? You've am always I, had. You've always had outlier, weird things in your in your in your Apple play, playlist. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I. It took me a while to come around to Lily Allen for sure, but you you were onto her way back. And I'll never forget driving back from Magic Mountain. You made Bonnie and I listen to Britney Spears. Oh yeah, Britney. Britney might. And it's spin- always it always is so off-putting because it goes from, uh, or, you know, it's been a while since I've been in the car with you, but it'll go from like Black Dahlia Murder and Skeleton Witch and that type of music to next thing you know we're listening to toxic (laughs) that's a a fucking sweet song it it just is a complete like ever death metal you know double bass pedal and then oh yeah my spears my 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 playlist will go from like black dahlia murder to cannibal corpse to um to like uh i want to go Toxic, Womanizer, and then bounce right over to Cannibal Corpse. It's there's no rhyme to reason. Head spinning, head spinning. There's yeah, there's no rhyme to reason. Look, I like what I like. That's it. I I will be ashamed of none of it. Yeah, a guy eats cheeseburgers for breakfast. What do you want from him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, got a couple emails here. And this guy has a lot of questions. So um, he says, Dear MSPH, I've been listening to the show from the beginning. Really like what I'm hearing. I do have some questions. Could we get Miguel to come on sometime to give an update on his life? Um, That's not entirely out of the cards. I mean, uh, Miguel and I do talk from time to time here and there, but uh, he's not without his own health issues. So um, I don't know. I don't know if we'd be able to make that happen, but it would be nice to to check in with Miguel. It's been a very long time since he's been on. Um, he also asks, has there been any after effects from Jeff's scissor traumatic brain injury? Has he well, ever got back to playing basketball at the level he wants? I think we all can see that there's some lasting effects to this scissor brain injury. Where where have you been in for the last couple of years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guess what I've what, what I've been recently thinking about actually is hey, you know what? Maybe my basketball game has suffered since that scissor <laughs> issue. That's no that I mean that's something that I usually keep between me and the homies. Um not that it's like a, a major like revelation or thing, but like yeah, like I, my basketball has gotten worse since that incident. I've never been the same. Like, honestly, before that happened was the best basketball I've ever played in my entire life. I was the most athletic I'd ever been. 
and I was just playing the best hoops. And I think like the concussion that I sustained smacking my head against the fucking counter, passing out, standing up, drinking scissor. I think that had lasting effects. It de- I mean, it did for like the following month or two, but I've never, I don't know. I've never been the same since. Um, I still shouldn't have let that girl beat my ass. I didn't let her do anything. She just did actually. So that's, I actually take comfort into that. The fact that I didn't let her do anything. She just got in my cheeks badly. She got betwixt your butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, next question. question. After literal years of shaming, has Shuddy stopped eating his boogers? Yes. I don't believe really? you. That smile? I didn't. No. <laughs> he hasn't stopped. Look at that face. I am way too high to answer anything seriously. I can't stop. I've been smiling for like the last 20 minutes. That's not a fair, <laughs> that's not a fair thing to, to use as my lying. But did you really stop eating boogers? Yes. 95% of the time. That's a no. You still sneak one on the drive to work, huh? The commute. You know, Every now and then I do catch it happening. Birthdays, oh. anniversaries. Does Sharon know about it? Yeah, she knows about everything. Oh, man. Sometimes I eat hers. That's never happened. Would that be like a romantic Lady in the Tramp style thing? You guys no. do on an anniversary or something? No. <laughs> if you had your own Shuddy Swan song, would you try to get your clone to not do that anymore? <laughs> like, let's, all right, I want, I want my clone to have all my attributes. Except one. I want you to take that might away be the one. thing that tips people off, though. By the way, you should probably shave your bush. <laughs> uh, next question: How can we get a Wikipedia page for the show? Carlos Sanchez has to be on another crusade by now. It's it's not necessarily the fault of one Carlos Sanchez. The problem is Wikipedia is nothing but Carlos Sanchez's is is. Sanchez, Sanchez. The uh, if I remember correctly, the reason we keep getting denied is that there is no third party uh, source of information about us on the internet. Yeah, nobody's ever written an article about us or anything. So there's there's nothing to quote. We we can't <clears throat> we can't get um, put up on Wikipedia. So. We got to get Mr. PP to start jerking off in the bathrooms of like Chick-fil-A's or something. And then then we'll get some headlines yeah. and then we can get a Wikipedia. Especially since or if like just the AV club could maybe just write a one paragraph blurb no, about us. I don't want to I don't want them to write about us cuz they'll try and cancel us. Oh. I didn't know that was a thing. My mistake. I don't think they're into our our particular brand. <laughs> well, if they're writing about us, we're in trouble. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where we are on that. Kevin, with your allergies and admitting to Lyme disease, have you ever looked into how Lyme disease can cause random allergies? Um, I haven't, but I've definitely gotten enough food allergy tests, been to enough allergists and specialists to know that the general consensus is that I have dermatographic urticaria, which my body just overly produces histamines. So I am just constantly itchy, and I have to take fucking allergy pills every day of my life, 
or else I am covered in red welts and itchy from head to toe. Let me just remind you, it is fucking awesome being me. Um, hmm. What is his next question? It feels like this is like, this guy's asking questions about like MSPH 101. Like it feels like he's got at least 500 more questions. No, this is his last actual question. Then it goes into a new round of questioning. So okay. the, the final question is for you, Jeff. Is Jeff going to do any new drugs this holiday season? Wow. I mean, this guy is like legit has listened to every episode, huh? It sounds like he has enough info to make our Wikipedia page. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's flip the question back to you. How can you help us make a Wikipedia page, sir? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I haven't done any drugs in really a long, long time. That's since like before my previous relationship. So it's getting to the point where it's like five years. Like what was the last I was mania? That's I think that's the last time I did drugs. Hmm. Yeah. It's been a few years. Yeah. I mean like for sure. A lot of you listeners kind of know the the date and maybe remember seeing me with my eyeballs spinning all fucking weird. Attacking people, telling them about Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) That might have been how you found the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You don't remember? That was the last time I was on drugs. (laughs) I probably apologized to you and said, hey, I'm on drugs. All right. And then for the rest of his email, Jeff, I need to fire up an intro for it. Okay, great. What's up, bitch? It's time to find out what it would take for Jeff Clark to suck a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he has three would Jeff suck a dick questions. Would Jeff suck a dick to have all of his good moments feel like they last ten times longer and all of his bad moments feel like they last ten times shorter? Or if he doesn't, the situation is reversed, where bad times feel 10 times longer and good times feel 10 times shorter. Uh, that's kind of like a brain-breaking one. Yeah, that's a very existential would Jeff suck a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky's up. I mean, yeah, since like I'm dealing with my own internal shit, I... I suppose I would default to sucking a dick so I could lessen the the gravity of you said could stu- internal you shit. Could, yeah, you could lessen the lows and accentuate the highs. Yeah, because I think that's something like successful people inherently do. Right? Suck dicks? Like, no. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't hurt. But just like they get more joy out of their good moments and get less sorrow out of their bad moments. You know what I mean? Like they put, they put the bad shit behind them quickly and the memory of a goldfish. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like, you know, quarterback memory. You get rid of the interceptions fast, but I don't know. Like, so I, I, this is a tough one because it's, it is kind of breaking my brain, but I guess I would suck the stick. Wow. Matt, you're off to a good start. Okay, his second question. Would Jeff suck a dick to get Armageddon 2 made? (laughs) No. No, come on. You can't can't duplicate that brilliance anyways. It's a good point. Everybody's aged by like 
20 plus years. And Bruce Willis is dead. If they could somehow bring Bruce Willis back into the movie, maybe I would suck a dick. All right. And the final one, and this is a good one. Cause I think I, I would take this one. Would Jeff it's suck? A good one. Would Jeff suck a dick for Biff's almanac? Like from back to the future too. This could contain all sports outcomes for 30 years, but if he somehow makes changes to the timeline, the book could be updated after his bet is placed. So not only would you be constantly making money off of your bets, you would be the best sports book writer in history because you would have a perfect track record. Right. Yeah, I would do wonders for my career and my life and my legacy. Yeah. Based on how much I've been gambling lately, I would probably suck this dick, yeah. <laughs> Based on how it's going, I should definitely suck that dick. I'll tell you that. But Oh, God! Yeah, I mean, that's such like a Looney Tune thing to think about. Like, having the sports almanac, having the, the answers provided for you ahead of time, and just like knowing it. Like, like Biff knew he was going to kill it for for how long? I mean, he had knew he had a 30-year run supposedly. Yeah. It's just I can only imagine how that feels. But then again, it does I don't know, it's like unearned. Like it is kind of You know what? No, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to suck the stick. I'm not. Oh, uh, you already said you would. It's like Jeopardy. Yep. We have to take the, your first the answer. Kickbacks. Whatever. So, whatever. Well, then I I suck a dick with a perfect Sports betting record. I guess that's not the worst stick to land on. <laughs> Shout out to you, Matt. You got Jeff to suck two out of three dicks. It's an impressive yeah. feat and some impressive questions. I hope that helped. And uh, thank you for, for being such a, a big fan of the show. We appreciate you. Yeah, man. And we can't wait to see that Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, and then got another email here from Cragen the Stallion who says, Hey guys, just wanted to point out what I think the $11 trillion man is talking about. I think he's saying Cobb's salary, not Cobb salad. And the $11 trillion is the whole Cobb's salary. Anyways, love the show. Keep up the good work, guys. So, the $11 trillion man, in case you missed that episode, is the guy that flipped out in Poop Slime Alley and woke me up. And then beat my ass in MSPH wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Caught mad wins over you. Yeah. And he gave us such drops as... Oh, God! And... 11 wet And... Y'all bitches are stupid! Y'all bitches are stupid. <laughs> Y'all bitches are stupid! Are cop salaries $11 trillion? I don't think anything is $11 trillion. There's not no. $11 trillion. I mean, he could in... have been speaking with a little bit of hyperbole about, you know. Oh, now you understand so, hyperbole, shuddy boy? Social commentary on just how much money the police state does make. Well, um, in... that could just be his, his social commentary. In I was the, turning uh, into an in... NPR podcast. In the entirety of the world, there is $40 trillion. So it says this includes all the physical money, money deposited in savings and checking accounts. But if you take in, if you account for money in the form of investments, 
derivatives and cryptocurrencies, the value of money in the world explodes to $1.3 quadrillion. Holy shit. So there's how many trillion? 40 trillion. 40 trillion real dollars. Yeah. In the world. And then you add another... Almost just about you add a quadrillion dollars to that. 1.6 quadrillion dollars of make-believe money. Yeah. That's pretty wild. 11 wet trillion. So he could be onto something. <laughs> he could be. Our, our pol- pol- the, the police officers of the world taking in uh, one quarter of the world's assets. We'll never know. Well, I mean, one quarter of the real money, but only uh, less uh, one tenth of all the money. Yeah. Are there any departments that pay their police in Dogecoin? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, it's been real, friends. Um. Here's to next year being a better one than this one. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's got to be. Uh, I don't well, want to put my I don't want to put my foot in the mouth. You know what? Things can 100% get worse. I just really hope they don't. Um, but thank you to the Puminati and all your support this year. Um, thank you to everybody who signed up for our Patreon. I know um, people are stoked. To have Queef or No Queef back. And if you would like to hear and watch some of the fantastic programming we're putting up damn near daily on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. $5 tier has the weekly bonus podcast that we do. Um, and then all the episodes of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. And then every now and then we do knock something down off the $10 tier and make it av- available for both. So there's... You know, a lot of times if we start a new show, the first episode will be for free. There's a handful of Kevin's Nerd Holes that are for free. There's some supermarket queefs, some queef or no queefs. There's there's shit sprinkled all over the $5 tier. But the $10 tier, you get it all. You get the video episodes of our Patreon shows and then all of our individual and joint shows uh, that were not mentioned. I think we probably have over 1,000 posts on there at this point. Does that sound right? Let's see. I mean, January will be four years. Four years of Patreon. There's four years of content there. MSPH has existed for 11 years now. That's crazy. Fucking nuts. Man. But we're still here. We're still here farting away. (laughs) Can't get rid of us that easily. Nope. But, uh, yeah. Again, check out our Patreon. If you'd like to be a part of voicemails, yay. Just call 201-472-0139 or you can shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. If you need a last-minute gift, you can hit me up on Cameo. They are cheap and they are lengthy. Kind of like my lovemaking sessions. <laughs> Some could argue they overstay their welcome. 
But we don't want to be advertising that your cameos lead to disappointment. Yeah, you can turn them off whenever you want. <laughs> kind of like me in my lovemaking. Um, what else? Check out Bet Slippin'. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's my weekly uh, sports betting podcast. It's quasi-daily. It's tough because of the COVID outbreaks and all the major sports to, to do daily podcasts when I don't know who the fuck is playing for each team. But, uh, yeah, we definitely do a weekly podcast for the NFL, and I'm trying to do them daily for the NBA. But that's Slipping Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for the shout-out, Kevin. Yeah. Everybody should check it out. And, uh, Shuddy, you got anything you want to throw out there? No, sir. All right, friends. Thank you for a great year. We'll see you in 2022. And until next time, something. Well... It appears that's in working order. Man, my internet is dog shit today. <sighs> Flippity plimp. Yo. Yo, dude. Ugh. Check, 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 check. Yo, yo, yo. All right. I thought Dukas boy was going to be on already. Well, you know, he was just finishing the movie an hour ago. I thought you were doing a bit by being confused by that. I wasn't. He said, I'm just finishing the movie. I'm running late. If the movie was ending... An hour ago. I think, as per usual, you took it just a little too literally. As in, I'm back-timing the remainder of this movie, and it's going to put me 15 minutes late. Not, this movie is ending in five minutes, so I need an extra it hour. Literally, the word says, I'm just finishing this movie. I know, but you have this like weird Ron Burgundy thing where if there's a question mark at the end of it, but I don't understand it. It's a question mark. It has to be a question. And Jeff's already gone. I don't understand how I'm taking the word finishing too literally. Because you can start a movie and five minutes in tell somebody, hey, I just need to finish this movie. It doesn't mean that it's at the end. He didn't say I just need to, to finish. He said I'm finishing this. Like, I'm just finishing this movie. Oh, I get it now. Now I get it. Uh, oh, my goodness. I, now it clicked. Now it clicked. I was taking it as like, I'm finishing this movie now, but I'm going to be 15 minutes late. Not, I just have to finish this movie. Watching this text exchange play out was like. And Jeff has no sound or something because he dipped out.
It was like witnessing a, a head injury who's on first. Yeah, it seems like Jeff is still having audio issues carrying over from what the fuck did I just watch? Which is really just carrying over from this weeks ago. Yeah, didn't we do... Uh... When did we do... No, you're, you're not coming through, Jeff. I don't know what you do every week. And he just karate chopped the microphone right off the table. Damn it. Why wasn't I recording the Zoom for that? <laughs> I mean, it did make a noise when he karate chopped the microphone. It's something with either the cable or his dongle. Yeah, the same thing that it's been for years now. Well, look at this thing I got, Shuddy. What is it? It's a cake monkey. Hold on, let me uh let me do this in speaker view so you're bigger. Now show me. Okay, so it's a cake monkey. Do you want let me give you record permission? Recording in progress. Oh, nope, oh, that's not what I meant Recording to do. stopped. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. What am I doing here? I don't Loud. know why cameras are so dog shit. Like, why can't this camera realize that I'm holding something up and focus on it? I've also noticed my iPhone 13 can't take close pictures of things anymore. Like, sometimes I have to take pictures of my health insurance card and stuff. And I used to be able to just get real close to it and frame it. And now I have to be like a foot away or it's so blurry you can't read what's on the card. Fucking strange. But this is... Uh, Tully sent me this during the Ellis Patreon today. A whole box of these things. Look at this. It's supposedly a peanut butter thingy. Supposedly? What do you mean supposedly? I don't know. I haven't eaten it yet. It looks. Oh my god. Whoa. That's fucked to do that to me. Boy, it's delicious. Jeff, have you tried talking into the microphone? You're barely audible. But at least there's something. Oh, man. My brother got me a new microphone. Somebody's at my front door. Hold on. My brother got me a new microphone for Christmas. I'm going to try real quick because the other microphone we have isn't working. As you can see, I'm not dealing with the rules. Did your brother also get you a new microphone cable? I think it comes with a cable. Let me uh, try it out. Come on. Oh, man, now it's just me. 
I swear to God, I want to perform butalingus on this cake thing that I'm eating. Holy shit. It's a cake monkey, peanut butter, marshmallow cake witch, vanilla cake sandwich with peanut butter cream and marshmallow coated in chocolate. Oh, this is giving me some movement. Oh, ma'am. What a delicious treat. I'm in deep trouble. I have so much unhealthy crap in my apartment. And I fucking can't go anywhere. So I'm just trapped with it. I have... Bags and bags and bags of candy. Boxes of pastry from Tully. Rent Ram made me a batch of cookies that I immediately housed because she makes the best cookies in the world. People sent me soup. Man. I truly am like a 39-year-old Kevin McAllister. Just eating garbage day and night. Cake treats for breakfast and lunch. I mean, pretty soon, I think Rhett Rhett and I are going to be able to scissor our tits together. Just like Eskimo Kiss with our boobies. Could be onto something there. I can see the merit in that. I'm kind of stoked to try it. MJ. Or Miles. Or the ferret. So Shuddy Boy is still gone. Jeff is history because he's plugging in a new mic. But he can't get back into the Zoom because Shuddy Boy is the host and has to let him in. So... It's just me sucking chocolate off my teeth. Oh, that's an elite tier snack, though. I should get Jeff a box so he can do a snack attack. I'm starting to wonder if there wasn't uh, an actual delivery at the door, if He-Man just showed up and Shuddy Boy is busy filleting and tongue darting a real a real life he man oh 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 by the powers of gay skull i eat your butt oh this works out nicely my santa hat fits over my headphones perfect Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. Have you ever noticed how when you say it, it's Christmas, but when you sing it, it's Christmas? As you can tell, I've officially run out of steam. 
All I smell is that peanut butter buttercream. Should make that a cologne. I would wear candy cologne. Probably get a lot of attention from the bigger gals. And the bigger guys. <sighs> All right, well. He-Man must have a very large ass to eat. Because I feel like Shuddy's been gone for a while. Or maybe maybe He-Man and Skeletor showed up. And Shuddy Boy is servicing both of them. Whilst Battle Cat watches and licks his own nuts. And Shuddy Boy, whilst bent over blowing He-Man, Skeletor, who is just a skeleton, and despite the fact that they're called boners, fun fact, there's actually not a bone in your penis. So he probably just took one of those spare bones that you really don't need for structural integrity, um, glued it to his crotch region, and uses that as a bone dick, which he's currently shoving up Shuddy Boy's ass, which only turns him on further and increases the rate that he sucks He-Man's penis because, you know, he's so charged up that the, the butt boning... Oh, oh my goodness. I see Jeff's face. He's muted. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Am I coming in loud and clear? Yes, you sound very clear. Nice. Yeah, I got a Christmas gift, early Christmas gift um, that my brother felt like giving me once he saw me punt my fucking microphone across the room man i'm so bummed out that i was not recording recording in progress recording now is there would you like to kick that lamp no no (laughs) i've demonstrated as much anger as i'm going to about this issue i think it's forever fixed i hope it's forever fixed i'm sorry about that thank you bill yeah shout out to bill maybe you could go he's got like a whole expert gaming setup he streams and so he's got this shit way worked out probably worked out better than any of us honestly so uh, maybe you his could, help is maybe you could pull in uh an andy bernard and punch the wall behind you in anger yeah put my fucking arm through the sheetrock who has my phone oh man i so i came in to the middle of the conversation of shuddy not being able to figure out what i was talking about yeah i'm trying to and i told him i thought he was doing a bit and he was serious and i was like so i really was just stuck witnessing a head injury who's on first there like i understand i could have been a, a, a tad confusing i'll leave a little bit of margin for that. But as the third party here, was he not being retarded? <laughs> no, it, I picked up on it immediately. It was like, hey, I'm just realizing the runtime of this movie is going to put me 15 minutes past when we're supposed to start recording. I'm going to be 15 minutes late. That's what I gathered. Right. And just like you, I thought that like he was fucking with me. Yeah. Like, that's why I stopped answering. I was like, "All right, well, I don't, I don't get this joke because I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get what's happening." Yeah, maybe every time I make like 
a mistake that's obvious, and there's there's clearly nobody confused about what I'm saying. Shuddy Boy has to correct me, because maybe he isn't just the, you know, Captain Actually. Well, actually, maybe he is, just is confused, or unless you verbatim word things correctly. Yeah, apparently my punctuation was a little off in the message, and that threw him off. Yeah, you Ron Burgundied him. Yeah, as someone who writes, I'm every day, boy. I have to, I have to take some blame, obviously. But Jesus, I was really frustrated towards the end of that conversation, and that's why I just left it with the "What the fuck can we record at one o'clock, <laughs> one fifteen Pacific Standard Time?" Yeah, and then he still was like, "Well, wait a minute, I'm confused." <laughs> it's just like, well, uh, hmm, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. So I trusted that you guys figured it out or that it was worked out. Oh. Granted, we're even 15 minutes later than what I wanted when I wanted to record. And my apologies for that. Having mic issues that hopefully I don't have to deal with anymore. This mic is pretty sick, though. I had to download a separate program like to mix in like a mixing audio mixing program for this microphone. So it makes me feel a little more legit about it. I know you're the type of guy that gets annoyed having to download apps to run other apps, but yeah, that infuriates me, but I don't know. Hopefully this works out better for me. I had to download an app to, um, take one of the, uh, home COVID tests. Yikes. Yeah. Like, where did I get it? I think I got it at Target while I was in Jersey. So this was after my sister told us that she tested positive and we were already out of the house. And I knew she only had like one or two home COVID tests left. So we drove around to multiple stores and they were like, everybody was like, yeah, we're sold out. We're sold out. We're sold out. And then we finally got this one Target that was like, yeah, we have like four left. So I showed up and I bought all four of them. And when I got them home, they were like a different brand. And you have to, it comes with like a little applicator that looks like a pregnancy test. And you have to Bluetooth connect your phone to it through an app. And then every time you use that test, it forces you to watch a five-minute video explaining the steps and stuff. It It was very weird and involved. How many tests have you taken? Home COVID test? Motherfucking... Jesus Christ on a goddamn crutch. Oh, hey, look, Shuddy Boy's back. I just got bombarded by somebody wanting to give us a free estimate for roof, siding, and windows, and he would not let me break off the conversation. (sighs) Yeah, that's when you have to be an adult and be like, hey, jerk off face, I'm about to do do a podcast here. Can you fuck off? Sorry, guys. But, hey, oh, good. I was dealing I, with my own issues. How about I estimate your roof, huh? How do you like it? Fuck. Kevin is really doing God's work, though, improvising pretty much the whole Easter egg himself. <laughs> Did you guys hear any of that? I, I heard a lot of it. I, just I was outside fun. standing in the freezing cold. Oh. Uh I did a whole scenario about you getting um, double teamed by He-Man and Skeletor. Like, those were the people that showed up to the door. 
and you were so ecstatic you just started sexually pleasuring them yeah i didn't have much to add um so and i couldn't speak because i was still figuring out my audio issues but looks like we're good to go now yeah now that you're back now that you're back easter egg or no we in the main i'm gonna go and tweak my lighting behind me now that there's two other people that can talk okay I say we just don't say anything. Just sit here in dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> just we'll fucking tank the Easter egg. <laughs> oh man. That's the process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did such a good job. I don't think I don't I don't think any of I don't think we could help out much. Look at his um, hair. Yeah, it's looking good. He did himself up for this. Yeah, I don't know. He's not really leaving the house, though, a lot. So I don't know why he's all done up. Well, I have something to jerk off to. I had one day so far in my quarantine where I didn't shower. But I showered today because I was on camera for the Ellis Patreon, and I'm on camera for this. Should we get into this bad boy? I didn't shower yesterday, though. Uh, Yeah, well, hold on. Let Let me get the app up. I'm so happy about this microphone situation. Yeah, hopefully that's the end of it. We never have to deal with that annoying shit again. Can you guys hear this? Yes. I can as well. Can you also hear this? (laughs) You guys over here. (laughs) loud and clear all right let me make sure i have the theme song queued up i loaded some new buttons so that has moved okay there we go i found it again i'm totally on a hipster speedball right now just for the record oh goody it's usually how i start my mornings r.i.p to any of the show's Future punchlines. <laughs> From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 